they say there's nothing really new in trading, but I think there are certain advantages that you can come up with for yourself that could be new for you. Hey, it's Walter here, and you're at the Think Profit Podcast, where we're going to help you develop a rock-solid trading confidence and avoid the potentially endless cycle of system switching. Right, Hugh? That's right. We're going to help you develop a wealth mindset, develop a trading strategy that fits your core personality, and help you overcome the obstacles that stop over 90% of traders. All right, Hugh. Sounds good. You ready to go? Yeah, let's do this. All right, Hugh. So I have a question here. This question uh, from a trader was... Hey, Walter, what is it that I can do to ensure that I'm going to be successful as a trader? What are the things that I should do? What are the books I should read? What, what should I, how should I approach trading so that I can make it work? I'd be curious to get some of your thoughts on that. So my ideas were that you basically what you want to do is approach it like a job, right? So it's not about, it's not like treasure hunting where you just uncover a perfect strategy and then you're, you're set, right? It's more like mining, right? So you got to find a good spot to, to build your mind. And then, then once you find where you want to build your mind, then you've got to get the right tools, right? To dig in there. And then you just got to be persistent. You got to mm-hmm. keep digging because you're going to pull a lot of rock out. It's useless, right? Mm-hmm. Before you find the gold or the silver or the, you know, unobtainium or whatever you're trying to get. So yeah, so that to me was the key thing was that you approach it like a job, you approach it really in a consistent manner where it's like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. This is, this is how I'm going to approach my trading. So that's, you know, where I find my mind. And then these are the tools I'm going to use. So that's the, you know, the systems or whatever. So it's almost like you, you're, you're defining your life. How am I going to trade? What are the systems going to use? How do I determine that the systems are valid? How do I know if they're invalid? Like they're not working anymore. What's my risk? Like how long am I going to dig in that mind before I come out and have a break? You know what I mean? Like how, are you going to trade 12 hours a day, two hours a day, you know, 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening? Like, how are you going to, all that stuff you have to come up with. So it's basically about determining what you want to do, how you're going to do it and how you know if you're doing it well, you know, that, that's basically it, the three. So what, what are your, some of your thoughts? On yeah, that? no, I totally agree. Uh, I would add maybe two things to that. Uh, one is follow what interests you, follow what you think is fun and interesting and, um, you enjoy doing in trading. I think that'll get you a lot further than um, just trying to be like this other guy or be like Trader X or whatever. And, um, you know, figure out something that works for you and you find some enjoyment in. Uh, the second thing I would recommend is to um, just commit to being the best you can be. And that entails finding these little um, advantages that other people may not have thought of before. And it might not come in a course, it might not come in a book. But um, it's something that you figure out that could make you one of the best in the world. And um, that, that, you know, you're perfectly capable of doing that. Everybody is. But you just have to kind of, like you said, persist, kind of like commit to that excellence, that level of excellence. And um, just look for those little things that other people may have, may have missed. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and adapt it to your, to your approach. And yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because you could yeah. you could probably think of something that nobody else has come up with. I mean, you know, there's they say there's nothing really new in trading, but I think there are certain advantages that you can come up with for yourself that could be new for you, right? Yeah, there's a lot of creativity in the in the development phase of it for sure. Yeah, like I do you know I tell you a story. I met some guys that were uh, when I first came to Australia that they wanted me to come work for them, and I didn't want to, but they met in Costa Rica and they're biologists, right? Mm -hmm. And they basically came up with like a marketing idea for a marketing company 
based on the biology of how genes are shared. You know what mm. I mean? Okay. You know what I mean? And that, that's, that's really cool. Like, because that were, that's, I was reminded of that on how you were talking about how, you know, there are new ideas. You just take a lot of new ideas, is just taking something from another area and applying it in a different mm. way, mm-hmm. like moving averages, you know, like using moving averages in a different way. I, I'll never forget the time that I saw moving averages applied as a, like multiple moving averages where they spread out, you know, the Daryl Guppy idea of the trend is stronger mm. when the moving averages are spread out and further apart, you know, that mm. sort of thing. Cause I'd always seen one, two, and maybe three moving averages in a strategy. I never really saw this idea of like having, you know, whatever it is, like 10 moving averages, you know, on there and, and using that. So, you know, you can use tools in a different way. Or another one was when Jake Bernstein's book, the complete trader, I learned about, the stochastic pop. So stochastics were always about oversold, you know, overbought, sorry, overbought, oversold, right? So mm-hmm. when it's oversold, you buy, when it's over, overbought, you, you sell and you, you know, you're waiting for it to get back, you know, return to the, to the mean sort of thing. Right. But in stochastic pop, he was like, no, wait for it to get oversold and then buy <laughs> yeah. and wait for that extra move, that little pop that you get there and wait for it to get oversold and then you sell. And I was thinking, wow, that's amazing. You know what I mean? And I really like that idea because I'm probably because I'm contrarian by nature. But so, yeah. So like you're saying, I would agree with you totally. There are a lot of things that you can do um, that are different, that are creative, that are new, new approaches, even if it's using an old indicator it used in a new way. So, yeah, definitely think some of the coolest stuff in trading is that where you take something and you apply it in a slightly different way. You know, you yeah, take something yeah. that's old. Yeah. Talking about that. Daryl Guppy thing. I think Reggie Horner uses something similar and she has this like rainbow, like moving averages all over the place. And like, I, I understand what she's doing, but it's not for me. And she doesn't use stop yeah. losses. Right. Oh, um, which, right. which is like against the, um, the Holy grail or 10 commandments of trading or whatever, but um, you know, it works for her. So, you know, just figure out something that, uh, that makes sense to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, Walter. Thanks. See ya. See ya. All information in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not trading or investment advice.